When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another exciting episode of ferrari nice what's that (laughs) we're in modena we're driving around the town square we're in gorgeous italian leather jackets we're smoking inside oh my word we're drinking we're like drinking red wine outstanding (laughs) having pasta (laughs) i'm katie walsh this is blake howard we have another fantastic episode of ferrari nice And an interview, a really interesting interview with an actor who you probably will not recognize his name offhand. He gets the and introducing credit. Um, He's a Brazilian actor named Gabriel Leone, and he um, this is his first big international film. And he we had a great discussion with him. He's so sweet, really humble. And it's just such a treat to talk to an actor you know, in their first big movie for the first time. And also to talk to an actor who's like working with Michael Mann for the first time and what that experience was like for him, what, um, you know, the preparation was like the, you know, the, the, the weight of being a young actor working with a legend such as Michael Mann. So it was really interesting, um, just to catch him at this moment in time. Yeah. It's the, there's something, you know, in the interview, Katie says it like, there's something so serendipitous. This is a guy who is having, I guess, the key racer of the focal point racer of this movie because of when it's set in Ferrari's life story. Being this young emerging actor who's kind of unknown, he has to stand in front of all these other actors, especially Adam Driver, who he admires and uh, deeply, and he's there doing the thing. And He's on the cusp of like being at and center in a Netflix series, who is the most mm-hmm. beloved Brazilian, one of the most beloved Brazilian athletes of all time. And he's going to be portraying him in a, like a mini series about his life story. And so it's so lovely to talk to him. He's incredibly humble, incredibly sweet. And, you know, he talked to us about his earliest memories and experiences of movies and how that had a great serendipitous quality with working with Michael um, he was just a sweetie pie. So uh, we're really looking forward to you listening to it. It was a great chat. Um, so cool to catch him. And I don't imagine that we're going to be as lucky to easily talk to Gabrielle Leone. I know he's about to film. be so a massive he's, star. He's, he's going to explode. Like, I think, you know, after Ferrari, people are going to see him and go, who is that guy? And then of course, once this Netflix series hits, knowing the popularity of Senna, if the series is great and I'm sure that he is terrific in it, um, yeah, we're on the cusp of something here. So it's super exciting to be like, man, we just spoke to a guy who is literally about to absolutely pop off and explode here. It's really cool. And he talks a lot about like 
Michael's process, the craft of making the film, which is really exciting to get those behind the scenes details. Driving, um, learning to drive <laughs> without fear, aggressively. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, man, what a what a cool first big job, right? My word. But, it's going to um, set him for life. It's awesome. You know, I, I recently wrote a letterboxed review <laughs> where I just said, it was of Last of the Mohicans. And I said, Michael Mann fundamentally understands male beauty. And <laughs> I'm just going to say Gabriel Leone, pretty good example of that. He is cute. And he's got those, he's got his et and Senna hair right now. Okay. A little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. A little bit longer, if you know, like beautiful curls. Senna was like a good looking guy. Leone yeah. is like another step up. He's not like just like a normally good looking person. He's an actor <laughs> and a musician and stuff. So yeah, right. I mean, um, yeah. So not quite the dirtbag hall of fame, but very beautiful. Uh, he, Katie. I mean, so much about what I loved about Ferrari. I was like gorgeous guys and gorgeous Italian clothes. I mean, what's not to like, what's not to like fast Mama cars, mia. fast cars. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I sort of bastardized a, a Johnny Depp quote from public enemies, like as John Dillinger, where it's just like, I like fast, fast cars. I like Michael Mann. I like Italian suits. I like red wine. I like Penelope Cruz. Literally, what else do you need to know? Like, what you think I'm going to go into this and not like this movie? Are you kidding me? This has all the stuff I like, yeah. including some absolutely exquisite scenes. And one of my favorite scenes, which is not a racing scene, and Katie and I both agree, like there's a fantastic couple of scenes where the, you're kind of in the inner sanctum of the races and Enzo when they're eating lunch together at the Ferrari factory having conversations and we get to break down like one of my favorite scenes. So that was such a treat to talk to Gabriel. That was so, really cool. Yeah. So have a, have a listen to this, enjoy it. Um, we won't be back at the end of the interview because it wraps up so beautifully. So we'll leave you with that, but just thank you again for everything. We hope you enjoyed the Michael Mann interview. If you haven't, if you've seen this pop up in your feed, Ferrari and Ice, huh, that's funny. Why we did it is because, we interviewed Michael Mann. So um, go back in the feed a little bit and you'll see that if you haven't already listened to it. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fantastic to talk to Gabriel. So enjoy. Hey, Gabriel. Hey, guys. Hi, Gabriel. Congratulations. Are you fresh off of the LA premiere? Yes, we just had it yesterday. I hope it. I hope it's a, a nice morning. I hope it was big and celebratory. Thank you so much for talking to us this morning. We would imagine you'd want to sleep in, but we appreciate your time very much. Thank you. So, firstly, like, congratulations! Like, there's there's a great story that Quentin Tarantino tells when he made his second film. He got an Oscar, and Steven Spielberg said to him, "Goes film number two, Little Gold Man. That's pretty good." And I look at your career, and I'm like. You've been acting for 10 years and just this year you're like in a Michael Mann movie and you've been announced to be Senna in the upcoming Netflix series. And I'm just like, you are winning so much right now. How does it feel? Like just, I just want to like, get a sense. Like, is it overwhelming to think like you've, it's less than 10 years that you've really been acting full time. You're a musician first. Tell us about how you're feeling right now. Uh, yes. Um, I, I'm having a great time now. Um, also super tired because, um, as you said, <laughs> I'm just finishing, uh, Santa's series. Uh, oh, wow. wow. I'm actually leaving like in a few hours, I'm leaving to Ireland to the last three days of shooting. 
there and then we'll be fully wrapped the series um yeah but but since uh, i did ferrari last year it's been like a more a year and a half on the road away from home but i mean i'm i couldn't be happier it's a great moment great projects great characters and of course for me to to have my first experience working in the international market being directed by michael mann uh and i know how long he's been trying to to do this project so it's a live project for him and i mean it's it couldn't be a better start for me it's a dream project for me and and i have an amazing i had an amazing time with them being directed by him we really connected through the movie and of course most of my scenes were with adam and adam is a big reference for me i respect and admire him so much and we also had a great time so yeah i mean it's it's more than 10 years acting but it's uh i'd say it's a it's an i'm i'm living an amazing moment now were you a fan of Michael's movies or what were you, what was your reaction when you found out you were, I mean, auditioning for him, the casting process, like he's such a legend of, of American cinema. Like what were, what was your thought going back? What were some of your favorite Michael Mann movies? Yes. I have a, a cool story with Michael. Um, I love to share it. Um, one of the first uh, movies that really got stuck into my head, like adult movies, not like animations. When I was a kid, probably at 10, uh, my dad watched it with me, The Last of the Mohicans. Yes. Yeah. And I still don't know why he did that, because it's a pretty shocking <laughs> movie. <laughs> it's brutal, it's so real, and but still, my dad always loved, uh, always loved uh, epic movies so we watched that and it got stuck into my head i think i spent i don't know how many nights with that with those images uh of my dreams and and that's that was even before becoming an actor so um that movie stayed with me for all those years and then I became an actor. I started understanding more of Daniel's work on that movie and Michael's directions. And the soundtrack became my favorite soundtrack of, of all time. And I rewatched it, I don't know how many times. But that saying, um, the first time my, my dad went to Europe was last year while I was shooting the movie. And he came to Modena and I took him to the set one day. And he was there watching me, watching Michael directing me. And at the end of the day, I introduced him to Michael. Michael was super kind with him. And I don't know, for me, just to be there, seeing my dad talking to Michael Mann and Michael was directing me was kind of like a, a full circle. I couldn't stop remembering uh, the young Gabriel watching The Last of the Mohicans with my dad at home so that's I'd such a beautiful glad. story yeah yeah it was and, a very special moment and i you have a lot in common with michael did you know that 
one of the first movies he remembers seeing with his dad and family oh, yeah. was the original 1930s Last of the Mohicans. Oh, and so no when way. he came and when he when he came off making it was like the key it was after the keep and manhunter and things like that he was looking for a new project and he goes oh i, I keep thinking about this i keep thinking about this epic oh why don't i go and make last of the mohicans because it's been in my brain since i was a child not quite as brutal as his last of the mohicans for a child because i think we're we're a similar age so i imagine like when you're younger you're watching Last of the Mohicans. And I, I think about it too. I'm like, my, my dad loved Last of the Mohicans. We watched it all the time. And it's br- like, there's hearts being torn out. There's people getting bashed with hatchets. You know, it's it's, it's very violent. But it, Burned it's, alive. It's, it's just, yeah. It's exactly. everything. Everything stays with you. Like the emotion and the... And uh, it's so it's so sensational. So uh-huh. yeah, you, you, you both had that. And he went and goes, oh, I'm going to go make Last of the Mohicans. So and maybe so I'm going to do the next remake of Last of the Mohicans. Yes, <laughs> yes, this is we're the call, legacy. We're calling it now. I'm calling it now. Let's do it. 100%. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> um, it's it's really cool that you are you know you're playing Senna or you you're in the process of shooting it. I mean, can you talk a little bit about playing these two racers? I mean, you must have taken a lot of you know what you learned on Ferrari to Senna. Like, what were some of the things that you um, picked up, I mean, aside from some of the driving stuff, but like things that about playing these two different drivers. Yes, it was totally coincidence. Um, I did the audition for Senna like a couple of weeks before going to Modena last year. And I got the job when I was there. I, I, I heard the news that I would play Senna. And at that time, so before Ferrari, I didn't know much about racing, about like Formula One, uh, and I don't know. I think for us Brazilians, I'm I'm from '93, and Senna died '94, so I was one year old. I barely remembered him, but I think that after Senna's death, Formula One for us Brazilians passed through a, a kind of a grief. So. We had two other great drivers, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same feeling. So I grew up, my generation grew up in a, in a scenario that people weren't that much into Formula One anymore. But uh, I grew up listening to Santa stories in my family and friends. So I think he's, even if you if you you weren't there while Senna was driving, he's an idol for all of us Brazilians for all of his all, all the things he, he did for us. And but so uh, I wasn't that much into Formula One before Ferrari, so that was the start for me when I started learning, uh, understanding more about the sport. Um, of course, watching the races, uh, I. Through the, the the shooting, I I made to to Monza GP. We went there, so it was pretty special to to be on a real GP and to understand more about the universe. And we one of the scenes of Ferrari we 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 did in Imola. So I was driving on the same track. Senna crashed and died. Oh my God! And there is this beautiful park. Outside on the outside of the track, 
and there's a, an amazing, a gorgeous statue of Senna there. So I and I was like wearing Deportago stuff, my makeup and, and and costume, and I went there, took some pictures with the statue because I knew <laughs> I would play him. Uh, but definitely the the Ferrari process was fundamental, I'd say, for all that I'm living now uh, as Senna because we had almost two months of prep with stunt drivers uh, that was like changing game for me because um, I know how to drive like regularly, how, how to drive in the city, but to drive on a real track with a real racing car, it's totally different. So I, it, it took me a while to change the mindset from driving defensively to more aggressively, like really competing. And it was super important to to have this to have this opportunity to to be there with the stunts. Uh, of course, for Ferrari, because on Ferrari there are few bits that I'm really driving. And Michael, as we were talking about Mohicans, Michael's way of shooting, of Michael's way of facing his his work he he looks for realism so he wanted us to drive the most we could and but more than that he wanted us to look confident to look uh, uh connected to the cars and that's why we had all those practice and so it was super important for ferrari and of course now to senator uh, also because uh, even if they're one of one of one of them is from the 50s and Senna was from the 80s, 90s, so the the characters are really different, but still they're racing drivers and still they're they have this this kind of addiction for adrenaline and for competition, so uh, they have this in common, and for me it was was kind of a it was a coincidence. I'd say now I'm a Formula One fan. Uh, and I know a little bit more than I knew when I started and that's it getting to the end of this process now Senna's process it's like uh, I don't know uh, life helped me in this way because to do these two roles uh, on straight it was like really helpful to have the first experience to this actual one Mm-hmm. When I was, uh, I'm not a big Formula One fan either, but one of the most emotional screenings I've ever been to in my life is a Sydney Film Festival screening of the Senna documentary. And I got to see it. There's about 2,000 people in the theater. And I've ne- it was like going to a rock concert. People were cheering, laughing, and then people were openly emotional as the and I, I just had no idea and it made me go down the center rabbit hole and it's such an amazing documentary of people who are listening to us talk to you now it's i can't wait to see you do it it's so exciting but i i love that you said that you know one of the think, ways that i would describe michael man he doesn't work all the time with like method actors like daniel day lewis but he's a method director so he imposes research and those things and preparation on the people that he works with so it's exciting but there's other your peers in this movie um uh that the some of the other actors i wonder i i'm not sure about like jack o'connell but patrick dempsey like races cars so like it makes so much sense like oh patrick dempsey 
he can drive. He's probably wanted to work with Michael Mann for some time, so it's good. But it's just really interesting to hear you going like, oh, I'm just a normal driver. And I'm now racing around the cobblestone streets of Italy in really fast cars as safely as I possibly can. That's that's just insane. Um, please tell us about, you know, you have this sensational scene. It's it's such an underrated scene in the whole movie where you as Diportago basically go to meet Ferrari and it's so exciting. You see him across the street, you go talk to him and he drives away. And I feel like you as an actor that's working in Brazil coming up, it's like, I looked at you there and I was thinking about, it. I was like, that's almost like you in this role. It's like, you see the man, <laughs> you know, Ferrari, Michael Mann, and you see the man and you're like, I'm going after that man. I'm going to do whatever I can to work with him. And I'm like, was it funny? Did you ever think about any of that stuff when you were doing it? Or is that just a beautiful coincidence in the way that this all came together? No, I definitely had this thought because it was the first scene I shot. My wow. first scene was the one leaving the train, leaving the, the train station. So it was kind of a, it was symbolic because yes. as you said, I was kind of entering, having this, this first experience uh, on a new market, on a new universe. And like, I'm, I was leaving the, 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 the station and facing right away michael man adam driver and ferraris <laughs> so it was uh it was good it was good I, I remember feeling that i was like starting the right way to shoot the movie and to have to to have that experience and yeah it was it was it was cool i remember uh one day before the first day of shooting uh my first day of shooting i I, I went to the set because they wanted to take a picture of of me to for to uh, uh, to something some props and Adam was shooting this day and I was there like look with uh, with a suit and the way my hair looks and I I remembered that day that exactly 10 years uh, ago I entered for the first time on a, on a shooting set and I was doing like a really, really small part on a soap opera, only one day of shooting. And I was kind of wearing a suit and my hair was kind of looking that way. Uh, so it was, it was, it was good to, to remember that starting point, uh, doing TV because it's actually, I started, uh, on theater, but that was the starting point on TV for me. And 10 years later, I was kind of we are in the same outfit and my hair was looking kind of the same, but I was about to start shooting Ferrari. So many serendipitous moments where, <laughs> you know, you know, you're on the right path because these things are all lining up in the right way. Exactly. Um, and things um, happen, I think if, if you think about 10 years, things happen really fast, but yeah. still what worked a lot through 10 yeah. years. Of course. So it, wasn't, it wasn't like from, the starting point to right of course to the to the, the ending one not ending but to to ferrari there's, but there's so. a lot that happens in between <laughs> but sometimes it's good to take stock of those where yes. you started and and where you are um alfonso de portago had such a colorful life like i was reading about him and um how much research did you do into his life? I mean, was Michael asking you to do a lot of um, background research into his life or was it just sort of contained in, in the sort of these few months of the movie? Uh, 
there's no there's no much out there about the Portago, but I found a book, kind of a biography that tells the story of his family and stuff. Um, one cool thing, I found a, a vinyl of the Portago giving an interview in oh, English. Yes, to a, uh, probably to a, uh, a radio station. And I'm a record collector, so I, I kind of found this, this uh, obscure record on eBay, and I bought it. And we, <laughs> it was good to to listen to him speaking English, and that's why Michael asked me not to care about uh, accent, and to to keep my own accent, my Brazilian accent, because the Portago was born in England. Yeah, it's London. I thought when I, yeah, yeah his he was from he was from Spain because his dad was from Spain. His uh, his grandpa was uh, was king of of Spain at some wow. point, but his mom was from England. So I think he was born in England, and he spent some time in France, in the U.S., of course, in Spain. So his accent was like kind of a world accent mm -hmm. and but still uh, me me and michael we talked a lot about the character uh and one, one funny thing michael asked me to to research and to find the posture of this guy this noble guy even if he was a playboy like uh, he has our script describes when i enter uh when i'm leaving the train station the script describes uh, the character as uh, reminds young Brando on the Wild One. Nice, yes. yeah, the leather so the, jacket. Exactly the way he looks. Exactly. So I I I rewatch it all Brando's movies early early years, of course, as a big important reference. Um, but even if he was a playboy, he had this. Uh, he was also a noble. He was a marquis. So Michael wanted me to to find this posture this feeling and he suggested me to have classical dance classical uh, classical dance dancing classes and i had it in modena for i don't know how many weeks should like wow. to find this 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 open chest posture this this energy um i mean uh that's it there, there wasn't there weren't um, much information about the Portago, but we had some cool pictures like the kiss of death. Uh, yeah. and it's, it is on the movie, the minutes before, uh, he crashes, he has this, this kiss with his girlfriend at that time that was Linda Christian. So we kind of, we try to be as much, uh, close as possible to the, to the real story. But unfortunately we, we, we didn't have much information i love that there's like that we don't even really talk so much about um in the film de botago's aristocratic background but he still wanted you to take dance so you could have this carry yourself as a as a noble person <clears throat> as a marquee i love the that all the thinking that goes into that and also it's it's great because just when you're looking at you and the wonderful array of people like we were just talking about um we were briefly talking about Jack O'Connell and Patrick Dempsey and some of those guys. And if you've got this different posture, it just looks different. Cause some of those guys are, you know, they're so used to being in the cars and they're very hunched and different. 
one of my favorite scenes of the movie is you guys around that though or a couple of my favorite scenes actually is you guys in the back room you know lunching together as the 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 core racing team can you tell us a little bit about what that's like because everyone seems in that room like they're just on fire especially adam obviously who's doing the the lion's share of the 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 dialogue in those scenes but can you talk about like the i don't know the connections because the maybe my favorite scene in the movie it's hard to say because i need to watch it like seven more times to really get it but it's that my favorite scene is you know when adam's talking to you about two things can't occupy the same space you know you guys are in that scene i just i'd love you to take us to that moment because it feels like you guys would have all had a ball making that together and just being in the zone together like that yes that scene was was really interesting the way we did it because of course uh it was only adam was only ferrari speaking in the room and he was fully pissed off with us (laughs) um it was like i don't know how many pages of script for adam and but still even if he was talking to all the drivers michael told us that he he was talking like more directly to me because of what happened yes uh, on the race between the Portago and Barra uh so even if he wasn't looking at me the whole time but we were sitting we were sitting uh in front of each other so and I will and and he started shooting to Adam all the cameras to Adam and we did I don't know how many times because it was a beautiful speech, but also like with different dynamics and different um, approaches to to the dry to the drivers. And and then when he was done with with Adam, he turned all the cameras to me, and he wanted me to play the whole reaction for the speech. And we did it. I don't know how many times. Wow just uh, it was just me in silence of course reacting adam was there doing the speech and michael was trying all the different reactions and emotions with me and it was i mean it was amazing because he he wasn't asking me to try different beats he was asking me to try different like full reactions adam was doing the whole speech for me to try it again for michael to try it again so i mean that's it that's just how you said how much michael cares about the characters and the scene even if if when you watch the scene there's probably like two moments two quick quick moments of me reacting to the to the dialogue but to, to, to the speech but still he wanted to 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 build that connection between the two characters. Um, did Patrick give you any driving tips? Definitely, yeah, of course, because he was there uh, practicing with with us, with me, and with Jack, um, and all of the other guys on the table were the stunt drivers. Oh, great! So, <laughs> yeah, and and so we. We knew all of them, we were practicing with all of them, and that's why Michael was so clever, in my opinion, to to have the stunts 
as the other drivers because we were we were already connected with them. So we were we had like our internal jokes. We knew, you know, uh, uh, we we were uh, um, spending a lot of lo lots of time together. So and that's why I think that those scenes on the table were. But I don't know, felt really real because we were just having fun there most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you're a playboy in this scene. So you get a great sensual Michael Mann sex scene in your first movie. <laughs> like this movie has a conflicted other sex scene with Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. So like Enzo and Laura, but like, I mean... Speaking of, of off to the races, your clothes are off to the races, my friend. You get a sensual <laughs> scene. It's awesome. It's like, is this like the dream? You're racing fast cars. You're a playboy. You're doing classical dancing. Like, it feels like this This movie has absolutely everything you it possibly has everything. want. It's got yeah. everything. Definitely. Yeah. The the My first entrance on scene is described by, like, reminds Marlon Brando. What else could I ask for? <laughs> exactly. Marlon Brando. You're like, romance, you're like script. You're like Marlon cars. Brando. Drive, drive cars through dangerous situations. Okay. Yeah. Sex scene. Excellent. Get, get a, get ripped into like, you know, fantastic one-on-one by Enzo. I mean, it's just outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You truly did it all in this movie. <laughs> did it all. You did it all. Look, um, we don't have that much more time, but Katie and I, you know, our show started as me unpacking one heat minute. And now we're going through all of Michael Mann's films. Katie and I especially are covering Miami Vice from 2006, which we both adore. And I just wondered, you started out with Last of the Mohicans, but as you've sort of grown and you've known Michael, what other Michael Mann movies, um, as sort of the last question, what kind of other Michael Mann movies are up there for you? Because I feel like even Australians, you know, like I'm in Australia, but like Russell Crowe did everything he could do to work with Michael Mann and Chris Hemsworth did everything he could do. So like, it's like, I don't think it's, I think it's universal. It's almost like there's certain filmmakers that guys around the world are like, I want to work with that guy because his movies are like that. So do you have any other favorites you could tell us while we're wrapping up? Yeah, I had I had this special connection with Mohicans because of the story I told, uh, but of course it's it's impossible not to mention Heat. For me, it's probably his masterpiece, and mm -hmm. it's like a masterpiece uh, on this genre of movies. Um, I know it's a big reference for a bunch of guys that directed action after michael and but it, actually it's 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 i don't know i think michael never did a, a median movie i i really like all of his movies uh, i think his career and his choices are so consistent and especially w working with him i could understand why i've i've always felt that about his movies because he cares so much about the universe he, he cares so much about all of the research he does when he's like entering a new universe and he really wants that to to feel real he really wants to to bring the audience uh in to, to inside the universe so uh, of the story he's, he's he's telling he's talking about so it's 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 hard. I mean, I think I rewatched all of his movies before Ferrari, and it's I like I pretty pretty much like all of them. 
Well, that's a good well, answer. We like that answer. So. We, we love that answer and we've got to wrap. But look, thank you so much for talking to us. Congratulations on the film. Congratulations on the upcoming Center Series. We're excited. And Heat 2 does shoot in Seattle del Este. So if they need a South American <laughs> character, I mean. I'll be there. Okay. I mean, let's let's get it done. All right. Thank you so much, Gabriel. Thank Thanks, you. team. Thank you for Great everything. Great talking to you. Great talking to you. Appreciate your time so much. Thank you. Bye.